0: Welcome to Worship from the Wellington Teen Churches for Sunday the 7th of March, the third Sunday of Lent. Although separated in our homes, together we worship. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. As we rejoice in the gift of this day, So may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus cleanses the temple of money changers. The opening hymn from the Iona community reflects upon Christ's action against injustice.
1: Christ is raging, raging in the streets, where injustice spirals and thrill- Healing, healing in the streets, curing those who suffer, touching those he breathes. Listen, Lord Jesus, I have pity too, let my
0: Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. Let us acknowledge our need for forgiveness and for healing. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. Lord, have mercy. Make me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Christ, have mercy. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, Forgive us our sins, open our eyes to God's truth, and strengthen us to do God's will, and give us the joy of his kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from John chapter 2, beginning at verse 13. It was nearly time for the Judean Passover, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple, he found people selling cows, sheep and doves, and the money changers sitting there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple, sheep, cows and all. He spilt the money changers' coins onto the ground and knocked over their tables. Take these things away, he said to the people selling doves. You mustn't turn my father's house into a market. His disciples remember that it was written, The zeal of your house has eaten me up. The Judeans had this response for him. What sign are you going to show us, they said, to explain why you're doing this? Destroy this temple, replied Jesus, and I'll raise it up in three days. It's taken 46 years to build this temple, responded the Judeans are you going to raise it up in three days?" But he was speaking about the temple of his body. So when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the Bible and the word which Jesus had spoken. This gospel passage is often known as the cleansing of the temple. It appears in all of the Gospels, but only John includes this saying of Jesus, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. To help us reflect on this saying, it helps first to know a bit about the history of the temple. About a thousand years before Jesus lived, King David made Jerusalem his capital city and his son, King Solomon, built the first temple. Then about 500 years later, in 586 BC, a terrible calamity occurred. Jerusalem was conquered by the Babylonian Empire, the temple was destroyed and the Jews were taken into exile. About a generation later, some Jews returned and built what was known as the Second Temple. It wasn't anything like as magnificent as Solomon's Temple, but the sacrifices and festivals that were central to the Jewish faith could be held once more. And then we fast forward another 500 years. shortly before Jesus was born. At this time Herod the Great ruled the area on behalf of the Romans and he lavished money on huge building projects and the most significant of these was the temple. Starting in 19 BC Herod rebuilt the second temple and he doubled the size of the enclosure. Viaducts and Cisterns were built to bring water for ritual cleansing. The temple in Jerusalem was turned into one of the largest and most awe-inspiring places in the whole of the Roman Empire. The project was so massive that it took 80 years to complete. Indeed, as we hear in this Gospel reading, people say to Jesus, this temple has already been under construction for 46 years. Well, shortly after the final work was completed in 64 AD, Jews rebelled against Roman rule. Jerusalem was besieged for four years. When the city was finally captured in 70 AD, the temple was utterly destroyed and it has never been rebuilt. A terrible calamity. A thousand years of history gone; the traditional institutions of Judaism ended: the temple, the sacrifices and festivals, the priesthood. Now, Judaism did survive because the rabbis reimagined how to worship and serve God. Faith became something done at home and in the synagogue on Sabbath. Of course. Jesus was a Jew, the apostles were Jews, the early church spread among Jews. But Jesus had taught his followers to see another way that did not rely upon the temple building and the sacrifices. This way is all about his death and resurrection. As Jesus said, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. The first Christians came to understand that God's Holy Spirit dwells not in a building but in a community of humans, the body of Christ. Faith is about a people, not a building. And not just any people, but a community which believes in and is fundamentally reshaped by the death and resurrection of Jesus. Church is a community, not a building. With everything that's happened over the last year, it's important for us to hear that again. Yes, we can look forward to worshipping again in church. And when we do so, we need to remember that we are a community which serves the community. We need to be people who are shaped not by the building we happen to worship in, but by the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Lord, you come to your temple with zeal and indignation. Come to your church and drive from it all misguided priorities. Lord, you come to traders with a vision that goes beyond profit. Keep us mindful that production has an impact upon the resources of the earth, and can exploit some of the poorest people. So help us all to make wise choices about what we purchase and consume. Lord, you come with compassion and judgment. In our frailty, give us time to reflect on what is amiss in our lives. And give us the humility to ask for healing and forgiveness. Lord, you come with the promise of resurrection. Give comfort and hope to all who mourn. Lord, grant to us your people grace to withstand the temptations of the world, the flesh and the devil. And with pure hearts and minds to follow you. Heavenly Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. And as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil, for the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. As our worship draws towards an end, let us receive God's blessing. The God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and with all whom you love this day and forevermore. Amen. And so, friends, be alive with the life of Christ within you.